Friday. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> this Friday. is Sandcast Beach Volleyball with Triborn and Travis Mawarder, and we have uh, we're bringing in probably the definitely the most asked, most demanded guest we've had in a long time, and maybe second most ever behind the elusive Donald Sun. But, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> today we got uh, the new beach guy Taylor Sander. What's what happening, up? dude? What up? <laughs> this here, it's Friday. Hey, happy Aloha Friday. Aloha we got the liquid Friday. Aloha got in the hand. Voice. Got the big waves. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Let's do Just it. Just for you. Thanks we, for having we, me on. Yeah, bro. We never have the big waves on hand. It's, it's very rare. <laughs> no, we, we almost ran out, actually. I, Travis asked me if I had the big waves stocked, and I was like, I think this might be the first time we actually ran out. <laughs> but no, nope, I found some. Yeah, exactly. Come on, man. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's usually like piled up the wall. At, at his old place, like the amount of beer that he had just stacked up in his garage was crazy. You well, probably yeah, had to go I was a neighbor when you moved. His neighbors with Jake Gibbon. Oh, yeah. He would, yeah, of course, he wasn't drinking all the Rockstar that yeah. he got, so he was dropping it off for for my parents. Yeah, and I opened my parents' cupboard, and they had like a hundred Rockstars in there. I'm like, "What are you guys doing?" And they're like, "Well, Jake just drops them off every month." I'm like just pawning off. We, his we've sponsors. been getting into the energy drink game uh, lately, just freaking hammering. That's oh. how. Well, Taylor and Trevor, you've seen their place, right? Their front, yeah. their oh, front yard is just like. I guess what you can call a yard. It's just like stacked. Yeah, because Taylor was rock star, and then yeah. um, Waikia Water, and then Trevor's got Monster and uh, Kona. So between the four of those drink companies, bro, no it's one's just thirsty. Like they have a pyramid of just liquid. <laughs> yeah. You walk through; it's like a corridor of of drinks. I know. I've I've been reaching out to to companies, obviously trying to get sponsors and. Mm-hmm. You know, doing what you beach guys have to do to make a living, you <laughs> yeah. know? And uh, so uh, some companies like Celsius has sent me a bunch of boxes mm-hmm. and Zevia, I think it's called. Well, everyone will so send my product. fridge is yeah. full of energy <laughs> yeah. drinks. Uh, it's pretty It's pretty funny. I definitely see where it comes from. You learn that uh, every company seems to love sending product. It's, it's getting the cash out of them. That, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the, the tough, part. tough part. Unless it you is. just start like black market Celsius and Zevia. <laughs> right, yeah, you just flip it. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Set up a little lemonade stand. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> on the corner. Yeah. I'm going to have my daughter like on the back alley here just selling mm. drink, <laughs> selling alcohol. Yeah. Uh, maybe not. Well, this is uh, definitely the first time we've had two Tokyo Olympians on at the same time, but different sports kind of. Different sports, sure, yeah. Yeah. You kind of narrowed down year. that niche. <laughs> yeah. yeah, busy, but now I, I normally I'd still be busy, but now yeah. that I switch to beach, I have like all this free time. It's, yeah. It's so you don't know what nice. to do. Yeah. I'm not used to it. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it was fun being at the Olympics. Me and Trey got to cross paths a yeah. couple times, and it was fun watching him play. Yeah. And fun watching those beach guys. I mean, it's pretty fun to, to see the level they're at, and then now try and work up to that level and yeah. compete with you guys. Yeah. When you fun. were when you were in Tokyo, d- did you did you know that you were going to be switching pretty soon or was this cuz I feel like I mean if you and if you just jump right in and, and pick up the best defender in the country and one of the best defenders in the world and had to have been brewing for some time. Yeah, I, I kind of brought it up to him. I was asking him some questions like, "Hey dude, like what what can I make like can I make a living on the beach?" Yeah little questions because I wasn't sure what I wanted to do uh and 
they kind of sparked the conversation. He's like, oh, well, I'll take you. And I'm <laughs> like, well, that, that was pretty easy. Like, yeah. I wasn't even coming to you to, to ask to play with me. But, uh, yeah, I ended up working out just like a little conversation like that, just asking him questions. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Jake's, Jake was my neighbor all summer, so kind of asking him questions and seeing if this is something I could do for a living and support my family with. And so, <laughs> you know, we're still... We're still in the seat if that's a possibility. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. It's, I know. It's kind of a leap of faith. No matter how good you are uh, or whatnot, the beach game is just like a whole other game that you just kind of got to learn the ins and outs of, which obviously you're learning. But I was actually, the first time I heard about it, I mean, we always kind of been like, okay, who's the indoor guys that are going to come out or who could come out if they wanted Sander? Michael Ma, uh, Christensen, Kavika's talked about it. You know, they're uh, DeFalco. Um, but when we were walking in the opening ceremonies, which was like my first day in the vil- Olympic Village, <laughs> I was just chirping out, like, what, what the hell am I doing here? Right <laughs> oh, Taylor, what's up, bro? <laughs> uh, and then we, uh, you had mentioned that to me, like, yeah, I'm actually considering it. I was like, what? Like, oh, this is like... It's a big deal. And, like, knowing already that Jake's on his way out, Phil's on his way out, it's, like, perfect timing, uh, beginning of a quad, three-year quad, but still, like, it seems like the stars just align perfectly. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. I was, like, you know, I'd always wanted to make the switch because uh, I grew up uh, playing in all the AAU and CBVA tournaments when I was a kid in high school. I uh, was really successful and always like felt like, you know, you know, can I do it? And yeah, like, yeah. Um, you know, I, I obviously have confidence in my in my in my volleyball game and my volleyball knowledge to come out and you know, make the switch pretty fast and jump into a tournament without any practice really and, um, you know, just trying to see, you know, if if I could try and make an Olympic games on the beach, you know, that that's really my goal. And then talking with Taylor, I'm like, Hey dude, like <laughs> you're one of the best defenders in the world. Like I don't want you to pick me out, out, out of pity, you know, right. like I want you to do what's you know best for you, mm-hmm. for you to be successful, for you to try and make a run at another Olympics. And so, you know, I think he had the faith in me to be like, yeah, I think we could do it, you know? And, uh, we're going to be, it's going to be a, a pretty interesting. We're a little bit smaller, but I think our volleyball IQ and like our knowledge and, uh, you know, the work ethic can get us through, even though we're not very big at all. What's your official height? People throw six around four. crazy number. Six, four. Six, yeah. four. I've seen it a wide range. I've seen six, six to six, three. Probably yeah. as you jump too high. That's people think <laughs> yeah. you're like huge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's funny in the, in the indoor volleyball world, I'm tiny, you know, like, pretty right, small yeah. compared to everybody and, you know when I was at the the tournament in in Brazil my first beach tournament I was like oh these guys are big but they're not like anything mm-hmm. I've indoor big yeah, yeah exactly it's a little bit different mm-hmm. and uh so it made me feel a little bit better um obviously I can I was blessed to be able to jump pretty <laughs> high and uh you know obviously need to learn the techniques of blocking on the beach and and things like that but I think with some work and get the sand legs back i'll be you know trying to try to be out there with the best of them <laughs> right we had a pretty good neighbor 
To teach you how to block. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, he seems pretty busy with his little beach camp he's got yeah. going on. It makes me so happy to see Instagram be like, yes, Jake's gone. <laughs> like, he's doing something else, thank God. <laughs> he's been around for a while. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. So long. It's so crazy. How was the, I mean, the tournament, though, how was Brazil for you? I mean, obviously, like, I think a ninth is a, a pretty dang good start. Um, I know there wasn't, like, a fully loaded four-star, and I know that, yeah. you know, as competitive as you are, you probably put, like, well, you know, it was, it was a little bit watered down, but the ninth is still a ninth, and you still got to play Alisson, one of the best blockers ever on the beach, and you probably sided out, like, 90%. It's pretty dang good. Yeah, I think the, the tournament overall was just like, hey, we're going to go there, try and get some points, because I didn't have any points. Taylor yeah. luckily got us in with, you know, his points, so that was awesome. Um, I know you had to go through the qualifier, so <laughs> I know everybody was giving, everybody was like, dang, Taylor just got to Straight jump right in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks to Taylor. But yeah. uh, overall, we were pretty out of shape. Like, you know, we trained in Utah for, for a week. Uh, did a couple of trainings with Taylor and Jake before they went to the finals in, uh, in Italy. Um, but, you know... <laughs> We played all, like, all the teams we played were really good. Yeah. Um, I think all of the teams we played finished, I don't know, top five? Or? The Danish team you beat, beat they a Benjamin Alvaro. Top five, I think. <laughs> oh, did fifth. they? Yeah. I mean, Danish team? Yeah. Yeah, we He's, beat them the first yeah, game. They were pretty good. They pushed us. Um, but then they ended up beating, yeah, the, the Ivandro. Num- number one seed in the whole tournament, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, Whoa. It was like practice for me. That's kind of how we approached it. I was like, hey, let's just learn as we go. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking to Taylor in the match like, dude, sorry, I have no idea what I'm supposed to do <laughs> in this situation. He's like, yeah, don't worry about it. Just go to the next play. <laughs> and like literally I just learned how to like three and four block like the week before yeah. and delay block the week before I went to the tournament. And so I was actually stoked. I got some like good blocking moves. Yeah. Uh, that was big for me because I was like, oh, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> no way. Uh, yeah, I didn't even know what a three that's, to four block was until that's what I, I was playing like indoor. pickup with my friends in Irvine at the, mm-hmm. at the Great Park. The I guy throws up a three. I'm like, bro, what? What? <laughs> what is a three? I, I, I thought it was just two. one to two. <laughs> and so for me, it's, it's pretty funny. to. Well, you haven't tried the six yet? Don't know what a six is. <laughs> I'm joking. We're going to have to teach you that. We can create one, I yeah. guess. Yeah, why not? Do a handstand block with our feet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be sick. For sure we can I make create some feet. noise. <laughs> <laughs> so that considered, you guys did really freaking well yeah. then. Yeah, I mean, we were yeah both out of shape. Uh, didn't practice much. Didn't. Yeah. I probably worked out like four times in that month. So it was... Cardio was a little tough. Yeah. But, yeah, just went there. It was a great experience. Uh, no real expectations. Just don't make too big a fool of, a fool of yourself because <laughs> yeah, right. everybody was talking about this. Yeah, yeah. And for me, I, I, had, I didn't feel any pressure. Just like, hey, have fun. Yeah. Play volleyball. That's what it is. Um, it's literally just you just have to go out there and feel it. Like, oh, like this is what it feels exactly. like. This is what it looks like. And then watching, like, some of the best players, you know, what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still pretty gnarly to watch, like, the level that of the guys that you're playing against. Like, just watch them in a, in a game before yours, and you're like, oh, these guys are pretty crazy. And watching it live is even more uh, 
impressive. Had you yeah. watched any um, FIVB in person yet before that? No. It was my first time. I mean, I watched, yeah, just on YouTube and yeah. things like that. Uh, just your guys' matches, but... How much know. does the international team, guys... I know Eric and Kavika are kind of all over it. Um, how much does the indoor team kind of follow beach, if at all? I don't know. If yeah, I a lot of the Hawaii them. boys do. Yeah. Um, I do, just because I'm good friends with Taylor and follow his career. And yeah. I think, you know, we do, we, we do, like, if there's a big... I know when you guys were, like, uh, at that qualifying... Like yeah, time, yeah, yeah, yeah. we were Ken following Kuhn pretty pretty close, and Eric's really good with all the points. And yeah, he's better you guys, than me. Yeah, what you guys <laughs> need to uh, to you know qualify, and so we'd always get in a room and watch you guys' matches. It's pretty fun. Nice. And you guys, I mean, you were stuck in that hotel during VNL for a whole month. I feel like there probably wasn't a whole lot better to do. I'm pretty bitter about that. <laughs> we were there for. Like, a, yeah, a month straight. Yeah. And I just got the, I was the captain of the trip, and so we get the money from uh, FIVB, and, like, we didn't do that well. And it ended up being, like, 900 bucks for all of us. And usually we we usually medal or, you know, finish Wait, 900 higher. 900 bucks? 900 for bucks for the whole, that's what we earned. Your team made $900? Oh, $900 each. But, like, between, tor- norm- between coaches, too? No, it was a bigger roster because we took like what sixteen. Yeah, and so I was like, "What? How is that possible?" Because normally we get like pretty good money throughout a summer of VNL, right? Yeah. And then we usually go to like final four or final six, and that's like extra. And I was like, "Man, I spent a month there and we made nine hundred dollars." <laughs> as brutal. As yeah, a sixteen person team. Yeah, it was super brutal, and I was like, "Huh? Well, maybe beach isn't so bad, <laughs> right?" Yeah. Dang. <laughs> Where was I headed? Because uh, I was on that flight when you guys were going to VNL. You're going I was to headed Russia. to Russia, yeah. And we had already done Cancun, I guess, at that point. Yeah. And, like, you know, we some of us were complaining about Cancun, but then when I heard what you guys were doing, I was like, nah, I think I'm good. At least I was in Cancun. Yeah. It Could was touch the water, eat tacos, sit outside. Yeah, I remember TJ DeFalco was he was just so over it. He was done. I think uh Garrett Magututia. And he never says anything bad about anything. Yeah. He was just like, bro, that was a long month. <laughs> Thank goodness we had a hotel on the beach. Like we would like we would go do beach workouts, um, like stretch on the beach and free mornings and stuff like that. And we were able to swim in the ocean. So if we didn't have that, I couldn't imagine like a whole month. But like we had twelve teams in one hotel all at the same, <laughs> like, restaurant, uh, cafe or whatever. And so it was like, you know, you were waiting, like, a long time to go through the buffet. Right. And then the Wi-Fi was shot. Uh-oh. Yeah. didn't have Wi-Fi. Pretty brutal rooms, but it's life, you know. Life yeah. is a volleyball player. It's not, <laughs> yeah. not always glamorous. Yeah. Yeah. Did you come into this season thinking, because it's, like, end of a quad, did you think that this might have been it for you indoor? And I know you're probably... Are you leaving the door open if you might, like, say you try beach out, like, maybe indoor, like, if someone gives you a contract, like, you might go back to it? Yeah, I feel like since I've kind of moved to beach, I've gotten offered more indoor contracts <laughs> than ever. <laughs> so it's, it's super difficult to, like, turn those down. Um, but, like, it's, all, it's a lifestyle move, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, played seven years indoor and lived 
you know, in, a, in another country for most of the year. And so it's tough. Yeah. Um, so I think I was willing to sacrifice the money uh, just to, you know, try it out. Um, you know, maybe, I don't know. We'll see. I think that door will always be open if I, if I need it. Yeah. And I'm like, man, financially, I can't do this. Then, you know, I'll, I'll reconsider. But I'm going to give it an honest go all the way to, to Paris and see what I could do, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think it'll be super fun. I, I love the beach game, and I respect, you know, you guys for all the work it takes to, to be good at beach and the sacrifices. But we'll see, you know. Yeah. Still playing it by yeah. one day at a time pretty much. Yeah. How are you enjoying the lifestyle so far? I know normally you'd be in another like, country. I got nothing to do. This is great. Now you're on the eighth street. You can just go surf whenever you want. Go Lakers Clippers games. Yeah, I got the Clipper Laker game tonight. You got all the Celsius you can drink. Yeah, I mean it's great. I think it's going to be fun. Obviously, right now it's not very. It's like pretty slow. Yeah, I'm excited for things to start ramping up. I started my. I'm starting my new weightlifting program uh, next Monday, and so just getting into it. Um, yeah. We're going to train all week next week and and then a little Christmas break and then January hit it hard and, you know, try and refine the game. I think learning from Brazil, like, it's a game of, like, being really sharp, not making errors, being good in transition. Um, so, like, I definitely know what I need to work on, uh, you know, before next season. Yeah. How does it wait? training program differ from indoor to beach because i'm sure i mean while the movements are similar you're jumping off a different surface and you have to do so many different things on the beach i feel like yeah a lot of my focus was like on obviously indoor you're beat up a little bit more yeah uh you're you're landing a lot harder right your toenails are gonna thank you <laughs> I don't know. I've I mean, always been blessed with really like good feet. I've never had like bro, my, problems my with my feet. My toes would jam into the front of my <laughs> shoes so much, and my calluses would build up. I had like black and blue blue That's toenails. Like, everybody else, I never had that problem. Oh, my feet are because nice I change my shoes like every week. I just always that kept the shoes. Adidas sponsorship is pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Adidas. <laughs> um, but for real, like. I don't know. I think when we're talking about a new weight program, it's yeah. like I went to Christian, USA Beach uh, weight weight coach, and I was like, okay, I'm going to be a blocker. Like, I need to learn how to load, like, low and then be able to explode out of that. I don't think, you know, indoor we swing block. So mm, yeah. it's you never get in those deep ranges. So kind of getting some power out of that, that movement. Um, and... Other than that, I think it's pretty close to the same. Um, Similar movements, just in different surface. Exactly. Basically. Yeah. And then, yeah, the block, for sure. But I feel like blocking, you you figure out what your depth is. Because, like, yeah. look how deep I get, right? I'm like a butt to the sand guy or hands to the sand. But then, like, Theo does, like, a six-inch load, and he jumps extremely well just like you know? straight at the hips so it's not like hinges. it's not like a one size fits all thing you kind of have to find your like like some guys are like the frog right like their knees out like anders when you yeah. see him at the bottom yeah. you kind of like do a little a bit of that too i think i do that yeah um so yeah just like figuring out what your ideal block is 
period is like exactly and then you bring that to the gym but you're in usa starting uh next monday or whatever yeah i've been going in there like oh you've been in there yeah i've been going in there probably since end of september october Mm -hmm. uh just sporadically nothing like just doing my own program that i've always been on yeah yeah um trying to stay in shape yeah yeah so yeah we said brazil like you were kind of looking at as let's just see what what we can learn basically what were some of your bigger takeaways in terms of what you learned and maybe what you kind of marked (laughs) to learn throughout the off season going to take a quick break from the show for a really fun announcement uh, is that Try and I, uh, now that we're finally back in the same country for the first time in what feels like basically forever, uh, we're finally getting around to doing the things that we've been trying to do for a while now. And one of them is dropping a Sandcast merchandise line that you can check out at sandcastmerch.com. All right, we've got t-shirts, we've got hoodies, we've got tank tops, hats, we even have a coffee mug and a backpack. All right, so head over to sandcastmerch.com to take a look and get some of your favorite gear from your favorite podcast. And just so you guys know, I mean, one of the reasons that we wanted to drop a merchandise line uh, is one, a couple people asked, and two, it's just another kind of revenue stream for us. And every piece of profit that we make from merchandise is going straight back into the podcast. I mean, now that it's off season, we're going to spend a lot more time kind of improving the podcast, getting better content better mics, a better video setup for those of you who watch on YouTube. And our merchandise line is kind of going to help fund that a little bit. So thank you guys uh, to anybody who has already bought some hoodies, some t-shirts, some hats. We absolutely love you guys. And we love you so much for the last four years. Can you believe we've been up for four years uh, of supporting us for that long and uh, only bigger and better things to come for Sandcast. So head over to sandcastmerch.com to get your gear today. This podcast is, of course, as always since day one, brought to you by Wilson Volleyball. We know, we know it's off-season, the AVP's three-event year is over, but that just means you get to reload on balls to train and rep it out with over the off-season. So head over to Wilson Volleyball and use our discount code SANDCAST-20 to get 20% off your orders of Wilson Volleyball. All right, that's SANDCAST-20 to rock your favorite ball, best ball in the game by far. We played with Mikasa's, we played with Wilson, we played with any kind of ball, and Wilson is by far the best. So head over to Wilson Volleyball and give him your love. And the last bit of news I have before I can let you guys get back to enjoying our podcast is that we do have a, a Sandcast newsletter. We started it last year, kind of during COVID, and then Uh, Both Try and I, we hit the road pretty hard during 2021 and lost a little focus, lost the time to do it. But now that we are both back in the United States and we have a lot of free time on our hands to keep improving Sandcast, we do have a Sandcast newsletter. Uh, If you want to sign up for that newsletter, it'll include any updates we have with the podcast, but also any writing that I do for Volleyball World. Uh, for Volleyball Magazine, any interesting stories on both Volleyball World or Volleyball Magazine or at avp.com, any updates that Try has on his YouTube channel, any great videos the McKibbins have. Basically, I'm just culling all of what I think to be the best volleyball content out there, and I'm just throwing it in a newsletter. Uh, So if you guys want to get that newsletter, head over to sandcastvolleyball.com. And on the right-hand side, you can just drop in your email address, and I will get that to you. 
every Friday that I'm in the United States. Once season starts up, I cannot promise I'll keep up with it, but the idea is to keep doing it for as long as we can. It's just a weekly thing. Um, It's fun for me to do because I'm basically just taking all of my favorite things that I saw in the volleyball world and I'm giving it to you guys. So if you want to be a part of that newsletter, sandcastvolleyball.com and on the right hand side, just drop in uh, your email and I'll be chatting with you every single Friday. All right, back to the show, guys. Yeah, definitely need to like, I think it'll come with the chemistry with Taylor. Uh, just finding the ball like trajectory of the, his set. Um, you know, I felt a little off and so probably didn't help him much. And then just transition setting as a blocker. Um, I didn't train too much with the FIVB ball, the Mikasa. It's different. Yeah, and so it's not as forgiving as the the yeah. Wilson. So um, just like bump setting and being more crisp and like yeah. finishing your your touches. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it just come with like more reps, more chemistry with Taylor. Uh, and then being better with my hands on block, like kind of like still indoor blocking. So yeah. I think it'll come like a little bit bigger hands shaping. Yeah. Um, but I've always been like a broad jumper. I'd never been like a straight up <laughs> jumper. So it's like just, you know, getting my legs under me. Just the muscle memory. Exactly. Yeah. Get rid of the broad jump. Yeah. So I've, I've played between beach and indoor my whole life and but when i was when i first came out yeah i was freaking jumping into the net like i'm attacking (laughs) and i'm like trying to not hit the net because i was broad jumping so much but yeah it it goes away pretty quick you start to realize how inefficient a long approach is and (laughs) god i'm getting burnt out i'll gladly do a three-step approach right here yeah i'm trying to it's crazy how long ago it's been for me like i just freaking Saw my window and just bailed <laughs> ASAP. <laughs> but then again, I wasn't like a 20, 30 kill guy, and that doesn't pay indoors. How's your body feeling, by the way, coming out Amazing. indoor? Amazing. Yeah? I had, like, I had a shoulder surgery a couple years ago. Always had knee, knee problems. Nothing serious, like tendonitis. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no surgeries. Uh, destroyed my ankle. My la- the end of my last season in Poland r- leading up to the Olympics. So I was battling that through VNL. Like, did my ankle pretty good. Still having problems with it. <clears throat> so that's probably the biggest. But other than that, like, shoulder health, knee health is amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just getting getting strong again. I, I think I took these last couple of months to, like, really work on letting my tendons heal. Yeah. Uh, you know, get good range of motion through my joints and so now just getting strong explosive uh so i can try and pound some balls out there (laughs) i'm excited when you when you're blocking um there's always something i was uh didn't like about indoor i guess um but at the level you got to it's a little different did you um have freedom blocking in terms of like you just have to seal your space or, or did, did the coaches and the team allow you to kind of be free of reaching and baiting guys and kind of being free with it rather than like really regimented? Yeah, it changed. Like my first couple of years on the national team, it was like, hey, get to your space, be straight. Be over, yeah. Um, stuff like that. Then kind of Alan Knipe and Hildebrand at Long Beach started doing this like 
uh, jump and drag. Kind yeah, kind of like show, take moves. And TJ yeah. DeFalco, if you've watched him on the indoor, he gets a lot of like solo stuffs uh, just for, you know, showing his body and then his hands are somewhere else. Yep. Uh, and so we implemented that in our, you know, our team and kind of, it was kind of like, Hey, if you're solo, you're able to make those moves. Yeah. 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 Um, you don't want to be overlapping. The, exactly. The you don't want to be doing it every time. Yeah. But there's good times when you're solo, like you see something, go, yeah. go take it. Always three men. You're, you know, straight take with everybody spot, yeah. sealing the line. Um, that's what but I like, hated. I don't know. It was fun. I think, like, I was working with Rich Lamborn. He's going to be our coach. Like, a little bit of those, like, three, four moves, like, you know, it's like bent elbow Shaping kind of stuff. It, yeah. yeah, so that you're not coming off the net. Mm-hmm. But I like it. It's it's cool. I think TJ is one of the be- like, for sure the best in the world at it. Um, it's pretty fun to watch him. Interesting. Yeah. Nobody does the bent elbow stuff. Uh, on the beach? Um, uh, no, indoor, I'm saying, right? Like, that's not really much of a thing? Or no, they, or it's just they? like, yeah, it's like TJ does it. I was doing it a little bit. Uh. Um, but, like, Micah Christensen does it a little bit. Mm. But, like, we were all trying. We would practice it. Like we'd, oh, nice. We'd go there and we'd block angle balls. With your other hand. Yeah, we'd just go, like, you know, yeah. one hand and work like that across our body. Yeah, that's the Hildebrand. He yeah. He's trying to do that. <laughs> and so I, I push back on that one a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it can really hurt you or it could help you, I think. Well, it depends how far you go. Because I was watching the drill. This is when I was out, and he was doing national team stuff. So I'd just come down and watch. And I saw guys pulling their left shoulder off to block with their right. I'm like, okay, now that's just creating a terrible habit. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can get a block because you know exactly where the fucking, the coach is hitting. But... No, I definitely get that. Like, yeah, it's like across. you gotta go over, but you gotta be good, like square with your hips. Yeah, so yeah, you're not exactly. like blowing off like the other. And arm. don't open up this whole thing to get tooled, you know? Yeah, the whole offside of your hand, like you gotta be on it here, and then be still be able to get your other hand around it to shape it. But yeah, yeah, no, for I, the beach game, I'm not, not sure. Like, if that's the way to go. It kind of opens up too much because you're not as big. Yeah. But, I feel yeah. like that's just the that's direction the a lot of, of the, the world has gone because Anders does that. I mean, he's so far outside of his body all no, the time. No, yeah, outside your body line is great. Yeah. Um, it's just a fine line between opening yourself up to get tooled and yeah. pulling your left hand off and, and like, keeping this ceiling and, and ceiling, like, the full-on seam slash angle hit with the other hand. Yeah. I don't know. That was one of the toughest transitions for Alex Kleinman to make because she was so used to just taking her space. Yeah. And April would say, if you see it, just, just take it. And Alex was like, that's not my job. And that was one of her toughest things was, was just like, because now it's, it's a one-on-one every time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what, when we had Mike Lambert on the podcast, he was like, when I was hitting, it was amazing. There's only one blocker there. And I thought about that watching you play Alison, that there is, like, you were still just, like, carving him up. I was like, he's making the best blocker in the world look not that great. Just because there's one blocker, I'm sure it's probably kind of nice for you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's still tough. I mean, he's a big yeah. guy. Court's a little bit smaller. Um, and there's, there is, like, more, like, jumping. So you'll see him somewhere, and then he'll be jumping somewhere else. But yeah. it's, like, also pretty important to, like, look where the defender is i kind of like the first half of the tournament i was just kind of like 
what's the blocker doing, then that's kind of where the shot, like if the blocker's there, I'll do the shot over him. And then I started like doing a quick look at the defender, and then that kind of told me well maybe what the blocker was doing. So just like learning little stuff as you go. Yeah. Um, and Guto is also just everywhere. Yeah, he's unreal. <laughs> he's Especially so against yeah, it's against like him us. And Taylor are like the fucking scrappiest little defenders, <laughs> yeah. where it's just like Jesus, they're yeah, he's just good. flying everywhere. Did you see that rally that they had with them? Mm, I think I did. Yeah. Nuts. You oh, yeah, I blew it. I blew it. it. No, that was great. <laughs> it was though. Worth it. Taylor, goes, Taylor goes after the match, dude. We would have been on Sports Center top ten if you would have hit that ball in. And I was like, dang it, I blew it. That was our one opportunity. <laughs> yeah, but you, you wouldn't have got on top ten if you didn't Yahtzee it, and you freaking bounced it. Just you needed. Like, I told Taylor, I was like, I swear out. he was there, and I was like trying to chisel him, but he was sitting on the ground. I was like, well, I don't know what I was seeing. He's just a big guy. <laughs> yeah, I saw something there. <laughs> That ball was coming from like ten feet off the end line. I was like yeah. trying to tr- track it and yeah, see the this block. This is the one I'm gonna try to yahtzee <laughs> yeah. five feet right there. And you yahtzee it. Yeah, yeah, I did yahtzee. You only missed it by that much. I know. Too. That would have been sweet. You gotta go for the glory. <laughs> exactly. It was uh, like pretty. It was like sixteen, sixteen or something too. I was like, if we got that point, maybe we win. Win that momentum, set. all that. Exactly. Yeah, well, I thought you guys would have won. The, no matter who scored the actual point, that you guys won just because you put Alison on a respirator. For, yeah. <laughs> well, so well, little me and Taylor were also. I was looking for oxygen. <laughs> I was like, hey, someone got oxygen here. <laughs> Couldn't breathe. <laughs> yeah, that's something you rarely get indoors. No, it's like no cardio indoors. No. <laughs> it's like a little bit slower. Like wipe the floor. Yeah. yeah. Right. I was actually surprised how fast the whistle blows. FIVB is is And I was like, first match, I was like, wait, like, I'm not even (laughs) turned around yet. He blew the whistle. I was like, oh, I can't, I can't breathe. (laughs) But I was getting all lightheaded. (laughs) And then the other team called timeout. And I was like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) God. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. FIVB pushes you. And then you go to like Stad where you're at altitude. And it's just like a marathon. It's, it's like a cardio battle. Yeah. They waste no time, though. Or Cancun, where it's like 95 degrees and the sand's burning your feet. They at least let you guys have, like, the mini water yeah, if breaks, it's, right? if it's hot, they give you, like, uh, extra time or something oh, like that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But it's still a grind. So we that, had, was, that was your first beach tournament since you were, what, like, 15? Playing CBVAs? Uh, I, I mean, I think I was 18, maybe... Maybe me and Taylor played in one when we were in college together. Okay. It was like a A, maybe. Yeah. I played like, I, I think I got my AAA when I was in high school. Okay. Um, but like, yeah, other than that, I didn't play in any like opens or anything like that. Yeah. What's your um, history with Taylor? I know you've known him since a super young age. Yeah, we always battled against each other in club when he was playing an outrigger mm-hmm. and then we were always on the we were on the youth junior national team indoor and the junior national team indoor so we spent like a lot of time during the summers together was that at chula vista you guys training up no know. we were whew, where were we we I were in like that. ohio at some crazy oh, sports complex there oh no way so we did like a little training then we went to like youth worlds junior worlds Youth, um, Norseka, all that yeah, stuff too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Canada. I think we went to. Yeah. Um, 
And then high school, I went with some buddies to visit Hawaii. Taylor, I stayed with Taylor. Uh, we just became really good friends. And then, um, yeah, always battled against each other in college. Uh, stayed close, hung out whenever I was back in California. Um, and, yeah. Same recruiting trip to SC. Uh, SC, yeah. Oh, we had a couple bruh. of recruiting trips together. <laughs> we thought we had you guys. I thought Me you and did, Riley too. were hosting... <laughs> You, Taylor, Taylor, Taylor and Taylor and, <laughs> and uh, Grant Delgado. Yeah. <laughs> this guy didn't even remember that I was there. I was like, bro, you stayed in my room. He's like, I thought Riley hosted you. Were me. Busy. <laughs> you were busy. You were busy. I just I mean, remember Murph. I was somewhere. Yeah. Remember Murph. It's hard to miss Murph. Yeah. <laughs> Big white boy. Uh, yeah, but we had, we had a solid time. Like, we, we came out of that recruiting trip, me and Riley, like, yeah. We did our Got job. Yeah. We're good. You guys did they're a good committing job. That yeah, night. It fun. It's probably three in the morning. And they're they're both committed. Yeah. <laughs> Just hung out at the library all night. Yeah. <laughs> but then we sent it's not we a bad sent, school. Taylor got picked up by Fergie, the head coach, in yeah. the morning, and he had Taylor Crab. Taylor Crab, sorry. <laughs> the bug. We gotta figure yeah, something yeah. out with you two. <laughs> and and the bug had. Um, <laughs> penises drawn all over his face <laughs> and, and I, he didn't know he wakes it wasn't up me. he wakes Curtis up all hung over and walks and gets picked up by Fergie and Fergie has to take him to his house oh, before he drops amazing. him off at the airport <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't see him that morning he, we probably weren't awake but that's how you know it was a good time that also happened to, to the bug at my wedding <laughs> I remember seeing pictures of that. <laughs> That's so funny. After, after 10 p.m., it's the gremlin. Uh, <laughs> well, I remember. You put water on him, and it, it turns into a gremlin. Taylor, Taylor, <laughs> Taylor showed Cody Caldwell around his recruiting trip, and oh, Cody man. was like, I barely made it. Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> That's funny. Man, I'm, yeah, I could tell too many stories, but we sh- I should probably get Taylor uh, Bugs' permission before I tell those ones. <laughs> well, I feel like anything that Dude, you're throwing me under the bus. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Dang. We're going to pause one more time for a word from our sponsors. And our first sponsor here is ourselves, Sandcast. We have been talking about adding a lot of things to the show, uh, one of which was an extra episode on YouTube. We have now added a little mini episode. We dubbed it Quick Sets that comes out every Friday. But we've also added an email newsletter called the Sandcast Beach Volleyball Digest, which also comes to you delivered straight into your inbox every single Friday. If you want to sign up, shoot us an email at sandcastpodcast at gmail.com or head to our website, sandcastvolleyball.com. Either way, super easy to sign up. We'll get you ready to go. And every single Friday, we will send you a list of all the top news in the beach volleyball world. And that's not just what we're doing here at Sandcast. It's not just what we're putting out every Wednesday. It's not what we're putting up on Fridays on YouTube. This is all the top news at Volleyball Magazine. This is all the top news at Volleyball World, what the McKibbins are doing, what Kristen Nuss and Taryn Cloth are, are putting up on their YouTube channel, what James Shaw is doing, what Molly Turner is doing on their YouTube channel. Anything that is relevant in the beach world, we are putting in our newsletter delivered to you every single Friday. All right, so if you want to sign up, again, just shoot us an email, sandcastpodcast at gmail.com, or head to our website, sandcastvolleyball.com. Super easy to sign up, and I'm looking forward to having you guys on the newsletter. This podcast is also brought to you by Family First Life. 
Yes, a life insurance company. The last couple of years, life insurance has seen an absolute boom in numbers and signups because people are starting to figure out that crazy stuff happens in the world and it's best to be prepared for it. So Family First Life, they offer 20 different companies, 100 different life insurance products. This could be mortgage protection, it could be income protection, it could be disability. Basically, anytime a potential disaster or a pandemic or a strange thing could happen, you and your loved ones will be protected through Family First Life. If you want to get a free quote, and this is absolutely free, it's not one of those free, but you got to enter your credit card stuff. No, totally free quote. If you want to get a free quote for any kind of life insurance, whether it's just mortgage protection or final expense or full-on term life insurance, whole life insurance, we can get you covered. Shoot us an email, sandcastpodcast at gmail.com, and we will get you set up with your free quote from Family First Life. And now, back to the show. But, I mean, how was, I mean, your last beach tournament, maybe in college, in A, and then you jump into a four-star in Brazil where you're playing, I mean, two of the blockers you played against have won world championships in the last five years. Um, it's a pretty big jump to make. And you made it. I mean, I mean, you played, obviously, indoor at the highest level there was. Um, but And you mentioned that there were no nerves, but, like, how was the expectations just playing in a beach tournament at all? Just, like, was it different atmosphere, vibe, that sort of thing? Yeah, I was excited, you know, just to see what I could do. Yeah. Um, I think it, it did allow me to see, like, hey, I can hang with these guys, yeah. um, you know, with a little bit more practice. Like, <laughs> I mean, those guys were mid-season and they're they have their little tour that they got in brazil yeah, yeah. a big tour I don't <laughs> yeah, know. it's like when all the brazilians are peaking yeah they so they're they're guys. sharp like you could tell just their touches and things like that and i yeah. was like yeah if we had if we were a little better in some areas like uh you know we could definitely push these guys so it gave me a little confidence knowing like hey put in some work put in some practice learn from some guys uh be a student in the game you know like it is totally different in, than indoor, so I do have to kind of start over. You know, I still have my volleyball skills that I've learned throughout the years that I can apply, but it's a different game, and, you know, I have a little bit of beach knowledge, but you do need, like, that, those reps and experience and just peeing out here on the beach and just practicing all the time. Yeah. yeah. So and Taylor <clears throat> Crab, I think he probably envisioned his career going a little bit more similar to yours i think where he would have played indoor for a little bit longer but i know that he was did not like france i think he spent his one year there and then he come came on the beach and him and trevor made like every semi-final in their first year and he's like oh it's, i'll just stay here um so is this like exciting for you to try like a sort of a new chapter and is this like something that you envisioned even when you started your indoor career that you'd always kind of finish it on the beach yeah i didn't think it, i would be here so soon yeah um but just the stars aligned and i was like all right well let's just go for it yeah uh do my best like obviously figure out the world of beach volleyball and how to make a living and get sponsors and things like that um but like i'm excited to see you know where beach volleyball goes i know you know with bali's <laughs> buying the avp yeah. and like adding what we think is more stops i don't really yeah. know that much and like trying to grow the sport of beach volleyball that's exciting for me like yeah you know i didn't know that before i went into this but like hey that's gonna help us you know 
Um, and then with the change to the FIVB tour, I know it's going to hurt us a little bit because I have no points. Uh, so we're going to have to kind of grind through some uh, smaller, series, yeah, yeah, challenger to try and get in the top <clears throat> 16. And, you know, I think it, it'll be a good challenge. And, you know, hopefully, you know, finish well in some tournaments. <laughs> for sure. I think it's great timing for you. I mean, so much change, world tour, new schedule. Um, and the last one was crap. Like, it just didn't work. Like, no one, yeah. you could do well. You could be a top 16 team in the world, and you're not really even making that good of a living off that, uh, which shouldn't be the case, in my opinion. It wasn't when I first came out before the star system. Uh, and then Bally's, yeah. Like, it's the first time that the tour's ever been bought not out of bankruptcy. And we're getting bought by a major corporation. I think it was always private owners before, yeah. right? Yeah. So like, good timing. You don't want to. You don't want to come out when it gets good. You need to be out on the beach before it gets good, so that you're at the top when it gets good. And I think um, you're bringing hype. Like, people know your name already in the volleyball community. It's good for all of us. We want the sport to grow. We want we want fans to come into the sport. So bringing in new uh, fresh legs like Jake he did his work he did, <laughs> he did his part he also didn't you know talk with me that much so now I got a, another brat <laughs> on the on tour to hang out with yeah it bring be a some little more fun with me, for some me. flavor you know <laughs> yeah I think, I'm all about it I'm excited it'll yeah. be I think it's gonna we're gonna put on a good show for oh, everybody bro. for sure when we run into each other it's gonna be fun especially if we get a good crowd yeah and you know that Trevor, he'll be running his mouth. You don't have too. to do anything when Taylor and Trevor are on the court. You <laughs> yeah. just cruise, and, and it's, it's super entertaining in itself. I know those are my favorite matches to watch. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, man, my parents are always like, oh man, do they even love each other? <laughs> they should hug. They should yeah. hug after the match. It's so funny. <laughs> do they even love each other? Well, you started your beach career with two pretty fun tournaments with FUDS and uh, the, the Texas four-man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, FUDS was a disaster. <laughs> yeah, just the weather didn't cooperate for us. It was super you needed windy. Me in the you needed me there. covering in the middle. <clears throat> yeah. Trevor was milking some injury. Oh, my God. So the whole time. We didn't have Trevor, but... <laughs> he thinks he's so good with his left now because he's wrong. <laughs> but Austin was next level. I think, like... That it wasn't was super, pretty, but yeah. That was super fun. Was I fun. mean, we were, yeah, we were all not in shape, but freaking beat down Team California. Even though I'm from California, yeah, I know everybody's giving me crap <laughs> for being on Team Hawaii. I was like, I didn't ask to be on <laughs> Team Hawaii, you know? Like, no, it's the reason is because <laughs> the McKibbins couldn't play. They were both injured. They didn't want to play because they had so much work to do. Yeah. And then, bro, I mean, you, you got the Hawaii vibe. You got you got the pigeon down small kind, <laughs> so it's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. I was like, man, much rather play on Team Hawaii than Team California. Yeah, I mean, they seemed a little bit stressed all the time, and we were just like, well, we're we're just here. We're just gonna play volleyball, and it ended up working out for us. It was sick. <laughs> we had the freaking house with the. Luckily, you know how to drive the boat, or else someone would might have died out there. Because we had the wakeboarding boat at the house. Oh, and you were driving the boat? Yeah, I've, yeah I grew up with, with boat. My parents have always had a boat, so I, okay. I had some experience. 
like, yeah, I'll take it. We went out and wake surfed. and We're going to take this boat out. Yeah. Whether or not someone knows how <laughs> yeah, to drive, exactly. I don't know. That was fun. That was a Sandra fun trip. knows how to drive? Okay, perfect. Let's go. Well, imagine having every volleyball game being filmed from every single angle yeah. like they did. I think that's next level. Yeah. Because it yeah, shows so much like detail that... You know, when you're playing indoor, the camera's so far away. Then they'll do, like, a crappy zoom in. Can't really see, like, the angle of the ball or how big the block is. Yeah. But, like, you know, that's next level. Yeah, I mean, like, if awesome. we could get that think, for all of our FIVB matches. Yeah, not would create more interest for but sure. But the greatest match I ever played in my life was in Cancun against Taylor and Jake, in my opinion. <laughs> in terms of what was on the line and who was playing against each other. And we're half the court's barely lit because <laughs> the lights were only coming from and one the side. The camera's like it was so humid, and so the camera was like fogging up half it the time. It was the it was the ocean salt yeah. spray. I mean, <laughs> like that was the best match I ever played in. Was you could barely make out who the players are down on the court. <laughs> I remember watching that <laughs> yeah. match. That's Trevor funny. almost died in that match. Oh, dude! Every time I had to pick <laughs> yeah, him up off the what ground. What was happening, dude? We were we were so gassed because we, we we I didn't get he was a like bye. broken knee or something. No, <laughs> it's just, just Trevor. It was, it was like ninety degrees at night, first of all, and we had to play uh, two matches that day. Taylor and Jake had a bye in the morning because they won their pool, so we had uh, Poland, Fifi and Brill, yeah, Fifi and Brill, and then Spain, and then we played them at eleven p.m. I'm like already gassed, going to three sets with them. Trevor's getting every serve. So, bro, that was just straight exhaustion. And then he didn't go to sleep till like 5 a.m. because his body was like so revved up. Oh, he couldn't sleep. It's yeah, the it worst. And then we played Seminov in the morning, and he just like. Was Is that the, the Russian guy? Who's yeah. <laughs> That guy was watching him in the World Tour Finals. I was like... Oh, my gosh. That was quite the controversy. I saw your little highlight you posted. Yeah. He does that to his partner. Like, you'll, like, get one past the block, and he'll turn around and be like... Like, looking at his guy. (laughs) We're like, dude, there's no way in the universe that it's his fault. Like, you're just the biggest dick. Well, the the Russian Federation, uh, they're done with him. They kicked him out of the program. He's like seven feet tall, no? Yeah. He's seven foot. He's always been a pretty interesting cat. Like, he was on the indoor program, and then they were trying to, like, get their beach program really good, and they had, I don't know what their budget was, but he demanded, like, two-thirds of it just for himself. Had a boy. And then <laughs> he's always been really hey, good. They were two Olympics, yeah. Yeah, um, no, I played him um, World University Games tw- 2011 or something. Uh, he was out there. I didn't realize you'd been playing him that long. Yeah, he's been a beach guy. I think they tried to bring him indoors and then brought him back out. Yeah. And then he, yeah, he, I think he thinks that he's a lot better than he is. Poor Lashukov. <laughs> that poor oh, guy. Oh, man, he gets <laughs> just wrecked. <laughs> and he kind of takes it, too. He's like, okay, okay, my he bad. <laughs> We're like, dude, nothing... None of this is, is your bad, but whatever. Yes. I love it. It'll be interesting to see where he goes because it's, it's wild. Like, I feel like the world tour, it went huge for a minute, and now it's starting to Size get smaller. Wise? Yeah. Is it? Well, because, I mean, Semenov is done, and then, I mean, Jake and Phil, they're done. And so, like, all the top U.S. blockers are on the smaller side. Huh. No offense to I you guys. About that. <laughs> I know I'm small. <laughs> <so>. Bro, what? <laughs> yeah. 
So it's it's like kind of going in the other direction a little bit. Yeah, I guess so. I hadn't thought about that. Nikolai is he retired? No, he or picked up. up? Uh, he picked up a young kid. Uh, he's like twenty one. They've just hung lefty. out way too much, Nikolai Lupo. For like, <laughs> how many years have they been the team? Eleven. Yeah, that's too long to hang out with one person. Yeah. Well, Losia yeah, can. Nikolai's still playing. He yeah. picked up yeah, another. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah. oh, Tolly. Uh, Tolly's done. Yeah. And he's like six <laughs> eleven. Yeah, and then um, God, who someone else? else? Someone else pretty big retired. Oh, I love it. All um, these tall guys get him yeah. out of here. Well, it was crazy that so Tali was 24, and he's going to law school. And then yeah. uh, Mirko Gerson, he's a defender for Switzerland, yeah. but he just he up and retired like the day after they lost in Tokyo. Sorry, he's like bud. 29. My yeah. bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got him. Um, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. It's good news for us. Smaller's better. Yeah. It's getting smaller and scrappier. Come down and play here. Play down, <laughs> come, come play down here. <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. <clears throat> Have you and Taylor mapped out? And I know I want to be mindful of your time. This guy's got to go watch LeBron James. I'll probably head out soon. It's all good. Okay. Have you guys mapped out, like, uh, what the next couple months look like? Because is it an elite? Yeah, we're doing the, are we doing a Hawaii uh, training camp or what? Are you coming out? Are yeah, you trying to get if there's any sponsors out there that want to fly us out. Oh, there you go. <laughs> He's getting into. No, the- I don't think so. I'll be with my kids for Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we'll okay. see. I want to get out there and do a little outrigger training camp. We usually do like first second week of the new year. I could probably. And you're Hawaiian now, so. Yeah right. <laughs> yeah, bro, you're you're dialed. Um, well, I know you got a place to stay at the Crabs. I'd offer my place, but their spots. That's that's where you want to be. Um, but yeah, that'll be fun. Super fun. Definitely won't be a, a lack of a good time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we should get Rich to come out. Good excuse. Shout out any sponsors out there that want to fly uh, everyone out to Hawaii. Hawaiian Airlines. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be dope. United. United. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a weird thing, just like booking your own travel and stuff? Because I know when Mike Ma. I got pretty close with him over the summer because he was just here hanging out. He was like, bro, you book your own plane tickets? I was like, yeah. For what? For like AVP? <laughs> AVP, everything. You everything. book every flight. But indoor, oh, you got like everything. I don't know. Some guy did right? it for us for Brazil. Oh, okay. you can, yeah, you can hire, you can do it through a. Oh, some guy that works for USA Beach. What? Oh, bro. I just Man, he's getting the red carpet What's the treatment? bug getting? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you come over from, <laughs> you come out from in, indoor? <laughs> No, oh, I don't know. Maybe yeah, that's a he new booked, thing. Yeah, he, he booked it for us. We gave him our, the card information. Then, um, I you, think we, I think you used the travel agent, probably. Maybe there's a guy that like does a lot of the. Maybe did Taylor, did the bug put you in touch with him? Oh, we they just booked all our tickets together. The whole U.S. You booked your own flight, right? Yeah, I booked man. Oh, whatever. You're gonna you're gonna be ways. booking your. Every flight on your own, normally. Unless you got some, like, thing that I didn't even know about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but whatever, it's all good. I don't know how anything works, dude. I, know. <laughs> I just tell Trevor, book your flight and then send it to me and I'll get the same one. Yeah. I hate doing the homework on it. It's brutal. Yeah. But I know, you, uh, I know you got a game to catch. Yeah, right. Um, thanks for coming on. Yeah, of Congrats course. Congrats to, uh, to the Move to Beach. We're happy to have you out here. 
I'm super excited, man. Good time to, we'll, yeah. we'll throw up the barbecue next time. Get it dialed. I'm yeah. moving into the studio. Hey, let's go. <laughs> that pulls out. Pull up couch. I got NFL Reds on on the TV. Let's go. Good to go. All right. Well, see you Thanks, guys. boys. Okay, bro. Shoot. Shoot. Shoot.